Hi guys, thank you so much for tuning into my podcast named Bahubhashik Talks. Today I have with me is Korean expert. Oh, hi Rukleen, how are you? Okay, so how are you? I am good, I am good, thank you so much. Uh, so, uh, for all the audience, I would like to tell you all that Jocelyn is basically my teacher. She's the one from whom I have learned Korean, though my uh, Korean, uh, my hang on Korean is of course not as good as Jocelyn, but whatever little Korean I know, thanks to Jocelyn. So, I have decided that I'm going to address her as Thompsoning the whole podcast and I hope Jocelyn is not going to mind that. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, Samsoning, I would really request you to introduce yourself to our audience. Yes. So, um, hi everyone. My name is Jasmine. I actually started learning Korean in 2016 from some voices. And my main interest was because I had a lot of Koreans in my school. And then I eventually got into K-pop and Korean dramas. So, um, I started teaching in 2020 during the lockdown and it's been a fun journey because I've got a chance to meet so many different people and um, it's always fun to just have people around your age who have the same kind of interests and just vibe with them. Yeah, 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 I can understand. And so you don't know these days, this K-pop and K-drama is so much popular that you know everybody has some or the other interest in it and everybody really wants to know. So when this love affair started for Jessie? So this started for me in 2015, like towards the end of it. Okay. And then I found out that some voices have certificate courses for Korean language. So mm-hmm. I registered with them and I completed my language learning in 2018. Okay, and have you ever been to Korea or have any really like memorable experience of interacting with a Korean person? Like, you know, you really can't forget that. <laughs> uh, so I haven't been to Korea yet. It's on my bucket list. But uh, when I was in New Zealand, for my cousin's wedding, I did have a bunch of Koreans come up to me and my cousin's sister telling us that we look really pretty. So she said that to me in Korean and when I thanked her saying Khamsamnida, which is thank you in Korean, she was a little taken back in a show, like a, a, a little like shock. She was like, oh, you know Korean? And I said, yes, that's why I'm learning it. So that was a really fun experience. <laughs> it was really fun interacting with her. Right, right, and, and you know, I think uh, now since Korean is getting so popular, so you know, when you tell your friends or family members, what are the weird things which they keep asking you? So, you know, in my case, when I was learning Mandarin or uh, when I was also working in that field, a lot of people used to ask me, oh, they really eat earthworm, they really eat dog, <laughs> they really eat cat, you know, questions like this. So, what is the weird question people ask you sometimes? So I think the weirdest question I was asked was how can you differentiate between whether they look like a guy or a girl? And I'm like, oh. that is kind of mean. But very it's to understand and differentiate between their faces once you had it in first of all. Right, yeah. A lot of people do think that they do they all Southeast Asian people look very similar and that's very rude. They don't, guys, please. <laughs> <laughs> they really don't. 
um and what cultural differences you you really feel that uh, exist between indian culture and korean culture or what similarities you observe i think we have more of similarities with them because the whole of asia is all about respect so even in korea we don't receive gifts with one hand it's always two hands like in india um and then um except that here we do namaste but in korea they use bow for respect so if you like if you meet someone for the first time you'll say annyeong haseyo and bow to hello and then um same thing in the indian culture as well we do not start eating our food unless the elder person starts and the same thing in korea as well the elders always get a lot of respect right So I have Korean students in school. I mean, sorry, Korean classmates in school. Um, and I mean, interacting with them was always fun because that time we weren't really into the whole Korean language learning thing. But um, I remember we also we always shared the same Independence Day as Korea, and we had to learn uh, their.
really like to ask the same question to you too because you have more understanding about that culture. <laughs> so, I mean, of course, like I mean, Korean dramas do have the same thing where it's like, oh, it's all lovey-dovey and all that. But then, uh, I mean, same thing. Like in every uh, country, there are like you, you always have good experiences, bad experiences. So right. it's not always like they show in Korean dramas, definitely. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, like I mean, there are a lot of people who are struggling in South Korea as well financially, and um, there is lots of bullying that takes place as well. Right, right. And since you are also learning a psychologist, I mean, to everybody, the something is basically a psychologist by profession. So how, uh, how uh, learning the language or learning Korean especially is helping you in that front? So it would be helpful for me in that front because um, again, like the whole of Asia, I believe, uh, is not that open about mental health yet compared to the other European countries. So uh, just, I mean, learning another language or having that advantage knowing another language is always better because it opens more job opportunities for you. So I can help people, like Korean people who have any mental health issues. um in that front try helping them out because there won't be any language barrier between us right right and and uh, so in case of china uh, people are not very comfortable in talking in english or they rather you know take it to their pride that you know we don't know english mandarin is the most comfort language for us so so is it something in korea also that you know people will just avoid speaking to you in english and the korean is the only means of communication So it's very common for the elders to do that. Like nowadays, like our generation people, most of them happen to know English because it's taught in private schools and stuff as a second language. But um, usually the elderly would prefer knowing Korean. So if you if you know the language, they would like to talk to you in Korean instead of English. Still not easy. Right, right, and then I would request you to you know teach something to our uh, audience in Korean. Any any word you like, any sentence you like. Um. So usually, I mean, like um, nothing that comes. <laughs> you can just you know pick a favorite dialogue from any of your uh, K drama and decode it for our. audience they will be very happy and so sure. take some really famous drama and decode it to our um, so um we have goblin drama and there's a scene where uh, Kim Go-eun uh, goes to Gong-hyun like she uh, tries selling him that she's in love with him and like she does this whole eggyo which is so eggyo is basically when you're trying to act really cute Um, so it can be in any manner, the way you dress, or just the, the way you talking, or um, the, the way you decorate the room. So she just goes to him and goes up like, "I just see, sarangheyo, sarangandagoyo." So it basically just means, um, "Hey there, I mean, I like you, and I'm I'm trying to tell you that I like you." Right, right. So, uh, anyone who was in this book, uh, Samsung for actors, because the way she, you know, presented it in front of everybody, she is not guys. She is my teacher and a psychologist. <laughs> so, please don't be in that confusion. <laughs> so, thank you so much, Jas
Thank you.